Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Jeremiah chapter 19. This is what the Lord says. Go buy a potter's clay jar. Take some of the elders and the people and some of the leading priests. And go out to the Ben-Hinnom Valley near the entrance of the potsherd gate. Proclaim these words that I speak to you. Say, Hear the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and residents of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I am going to bring such a disaster on this place that everyone who hears about it will shudder, because they have abandoned me and made this into a foreign place. They have burned incense to other gods that they, their ancestors, and the kings of Judah have never known. They have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built high places to Baal, on which to burn their children in fire as burnt offerings to Baal, something I have never commanded nor mentioned. I never entertained the thought. Therefore, look, the days are coming, this is the Lord's declaration, when this place will no longer be called Topheth and Ben-Hinnom Valley, but Slaughter Valley. I will spoil the plains of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies, by the hand of those who intend to take their life. I will provide their corpses as food for the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the land. I will make this city desolate, an object of scorn. Everyone who passes by it will be appalled and scoff because of all its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters, and they will eat each other's flesh in the distressing siege inflicted on them by their enemies who intend to take their life. Then you are to shatter the jar in the presence of the people going with you, and you are to proclaim to the people, This is what the Lord of Armies says, I will shatter these people and this city like one shatters a potter's jar that can never again be mended. They will bury their dead in Topeth, because there is no place for burials. That is what I will do to this place. This is the declaration of the Lord, and to its residents, making the city like Topeth. The houses of Jerusalem... And the houses of the kings of Judah will become impure like that place, Topeth. All the houses on whose rooftops they have burned incense to, all the stars in the sky, and poured out drink offerings to other gods. Jeremiah returned from Topeth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, stood in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, and proclaimed to all the people, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, I am about to bring on this city, and all of its cities, every disaster that I spoke against it, for they have become obstinate, not obeying my words. Jeremiah chapter 20. Pasher the priest, son of Emmer, and chief official in the temples of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Pasher had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and put him into stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but terror is on every side. For this is what the Lord says, I am about to make you a terror to both yourself and to those you love. They will fall by the sword and their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give away all wealth of this city, all its products and valuables. Indeed, I will put hands on all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, and all those who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. 
There you will die, and there you will be buried, and you and all of your friends to whom you prophesied lies. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I am a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I proclaim violence and destruction, so the word of the Lord has become my constant disgrace and derision. I say, I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name, but his message becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in. I cannot prevail, for I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him, let's report him. Everyone I trusted watches for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived, so that we might prevail against him, or take our vengeance out on him. But the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed, an everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten. Lord of armies, testing the righteous, and seeing the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have presented to you my case. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he rescues the life of the needy from evil people. May the day I was born be cursed. May the day my mother bore me never be blessed. May the man be cursed who brought the news to my father, saying, A male child is born to you, bringing him great joy. Let that man be like the cities the Lord has demolished without compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning, and a war cry at noontime. Because he didn't kill me in the womb, so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb, to see only struggle and sorrow, to end my life in shame? Hebrews chapter 12 Therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, so that you won't grow weary and give up. In struggling against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood, and you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons. My son, do not take the Lord's discipline lightly, or lose heart when you are reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives. Endure suffering as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, which all receive, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had human fathers discipline us, and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time based on what seemed good to them, but he does it for our benefit so that we can share his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. 
Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your tired hands and weakened knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed instead. Pursue peace with everyone, and holiness. Without it, no one will see the Lord. Make sure that no one falls short of the grace of God, and that no root of bitterness springs up, causing trouble and defiling many. And make sure there isn't any immoral or irreverent person like Esau, who sold his birthright in exchange for a single meal. For you know that later, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, even though he sought it with tears, because he didn't find any opportunity for repentance. For you have not come to what could be touched, to a blazing fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to the blast of a trumpet and the sound of words. Those who heard it begged that not another word be spoken to them, for they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. The appearance was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. Instead, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to myriads of angels, a festive gathering, to the assembly of the firstborn, whose names have been written in heaven, to a judge who is God of all, to the spirits of righteous people made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood, which says better things than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not reject the one who speaks, for if they did not escape when they rejected him who warned them on earth, even less will we if we turn away from sin who warns us from heaven. His voice shook the earth at that time, but now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens. This expression, yet once more, indicates the removal of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what is not shaken might remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. By it we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.